George Joestar, the story of two George Joestars. I'm really glad I'm assisted on calling Joji Joji instead of George this whole time, because who, baby? I'm upset that I wasn't very in, uh, invested in that differential, because I got them confused. <laughs> They're basically the same boy at this point. One's, I... one's an adult. One's Japanese. <laughs> I don't see race. Jesus fucking Christ, Parker. How do we start this? Chapter 13 of George Joshua <laughs> is called The Enemy, and it's the longest chapter in this godforsaken book. And who, boy, does it feel like it is? It might not be. 15 or 16 may be longer if one of them is a little bit shorter, but like, Jesus. Oh yeah, this is also the February episode. It's March 29th. We're sorry for being brain poisoned. We went fast enough to go back in time we'll get there well no the house the house sent us back in time yeah Sukumajuku's he can control that's next episode uh. let's talk about episode 13 i'll start us off okay For recap last george chapter this is a george not a joji chapter uh george he was flying in the war and his co-pilot got killed and then he got rescued by Lisa Lisa and Stephen Motorize. And George uh, went to the military base and William Cardinal, Darlington Motorize's fiance, was like, damn, I can't believe you did a treason. Um, and George was like, what the fuck? And then Lisa Lisa was like, there's like 16,000 Antonio Torres zombies flying around. They're all skin boys. Yeah. Uh, specifically, is is... His co-pilot wasn't just dead, but his insides were scooped out and, and ejected. Mm-hmm. Wow, almost like so a skin boy could get up in there. Almost like something's trying to make room. Mm-hmm. Is this Bao? Is Antonio Torres Bao? We can't talk about Bao. <laughs> yeah, we can! No, we're getting paid too much for this to talk about Bao. <laughs> That's like $3 to a lowbrow <laughs> for the George tier. Uh. This is the first bit of chapter 13, The Enemy. The chapter begins with George and Lisa Lisa discussing the Torres zombies. They deduce from the situation with Jim Graham, George's former co-pilot, that the skin zombies can possess the dead, are intelligent, and spent so much time around airplanes in order to learn to fly them. Due to the war, there are myriad corpses for the 16,000 plus Torreses to possess, and the zombies know of the Hammond Warriors due to the events on La Palma in the past. I can't believe there are only 16,000 of them. Shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. As the zombies fly, uh, the zombies fly planes and Hammond can't be conducted like into bullets that are flying through the air. And it says the Hammond Warriors, oh, and it can't be conducted through the air itself. Like they would have to be touching the plane to conduct air into the zombies. So George has to shoot them all down with his plane skills. And oh boy, does he. He goes bing, bang, 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 boom, boom, boom. That's the next three pages. Mm -hmm. I mean, just read the paragraph that I wrote. Can I say, I've seen this in a few things at at this point, not just in George, but I don't think it might be Japanese as, as a specific, but I don't think written action gets translated very well. I guess because this was a lot. Maybe, maybe it's just maybe it's just me. Uh, anyway, suddenly the English Air Force begin bombing the base that they're hiding out in in France. George and Stephen motorize hop into planes and then take to the sky and fight back. 
George flies close enough for them to confirm that the pilots are dead and possessed, and George gains the resolve to shoot them down. Mm-hmm. And Sue, boom, 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 for the next three lines. Yeah. Uh, George and Steven shot down the planes at ease with ease. At one point, a zombie crawled out of one of the pilots, which George shredded with bullet fire. One Another of the Torres zombies, yeah. Yeah. Another one of the Torres zombies uh, soon left the corpse it was inhabiting and took to the air like a flying squirrel, the text says, because they're, they're skin, they're paper thin. So they're, yeah. Uh, and it flies toward George and Lisa Lisa. The text says that so many fucking times. It refers to them as flying squirrels. Which... I'm really not excited to see the illustrations. Oh, that'll be bad. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Lisa stands up to kick ass and she's like, George, zombie, and it bites George. Zombie's still a childish asshole. Childish asshole. And then Lisa Lisa just blows it up and, uh, and George and Steven finish shooting down those seeds and George is like, damn, I wish they were more with thrill the murder <laughs> he's disappointed that they aren't more skilled pilots despite the years that they spent like doing prep work learning to fly and stuff and then george is like oh wait antonio torres said he was gonna kill my whole family this was probably a diversion <laughs> yeah by the way um we said they're all the zombies were intelligent they're all antonio torres not so all of them are really there are no Torreses coming up in like the fight over london there's only a couple of them. Oh yeah, because it's also zombies. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are a lot of them are Antonio Torres, so a lot of them are like high school bullies. Yes, <laughs> which makes it even better. Uh, George calls Arena and tells her to take Penelope and get back to the Joe Star Estate ASAP. Uh, the planes piloted by the zombies were already on their way toward the Star Mark Trading. That's the Joe Star. That's where they are. Mm-hmm. That's Arena's company. Uh, Arena promised to get to safety as the Haman warriors can't fly planes and couldn't get to England quickly. In a flash of inspiration, George calls John. Oh, I have to pronounce his name. John Moore Brabazon. Sure. He's got two last names. I think that was the one, the one guy that was a real man. He was. Yes. Yeah. He's here now or he's been here, but I don't like it. Uh, and tells him about, he tells John about the zombies. John is incredulous at first, but believes George when he sees the planes of dead men in the formation. George tells John to fight the zombies starting... George tells John to fight as the zombies start dropping bombs on... This is on London, or is this before? It's on London. Yeah. Thousands of zombie planes are bombing London. 300. Okay. It's thousands soon. Yeah, the phone line cuts out. And George and Steven jump into planes to leave. And Lisa Lisa's like, I'm coming too, naturally. And George is like, babe, listen. <laughs> babe, I love you. <laughs> it's too Quiet. dangerous. And Lisa Lisa's like, who the fuck do you think I am? Uh, and as they're flying towards England, Lisa Lisa's like, hey, teach me how to fly a plane. And George <laughs> is like, okay, I guess. And she figures it out like immediately. And then she gives controls back to George and she jumps into the air and lands in Steven's plane and uses Hamon to like pull his wings out without causing him any pain by using I, Hamon to disperse the pain. I forgot it was this Steven. Steven motorized, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she jumps back over to George's plane and they finish their approach to London and they see the 300 British fighter planes flying in a big old circle around the city. 
and the Salise and George are like, we can't fight. We can't die. We just got engaged. And then they enter the fight. Yeah. Lisa Lisa's is fucking so cool during this. She's pretty cool, but like getting engaged just before going into a giant fight, that's like painting like it's painting a, yourself red flag, for the yeah. author. Yeah. It's a bad sign. Uh as George shot down the planes, Lisa Lisa jumped from plane to plane, running Hamon through the pilots, taking control of the plane and shooting as many bullets as were left in the planes. And then moving on to the next one. Hopping plane to plane. Oh, you wonder what I learned? What? Um, remember the chapter that uh, George and his co-pilot were fighting, dogfighting, and they had just like pistols that they were shooting out of the side? Mm-hmm. That's how pilots fought. I mean, that makes sense. The planes weren't covered back then. And they didn't have like guns attached. They just had handguns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> these planes have guns. These ones do. But before that, that's how they did. I, I learned that. I'm like, God damn, that makes it more badass. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, eventually, George was hit and managed to jump to Steven's plane, who gave control to George and flew off like Lisa Lisa was to, with his with his wings because he's a bird man. Mm-hmm. The fight continued with George receiving assistance to change planes as few times. What? What? Where? Where's Where's this line? Where's the he fight- hit? Yes, to change planes a few more times. Where is he changing planes? So, like, his planes are running out of bullets, and then either Steven or Lisa Lisa helps him get into a new plane oh! to get more bullets. It was in the text. Oh, I'm con- I I skipped most of the action because it was nonsense. God, I wish I fucking could have. George was hopping planes with everyone else <laughs> mm-hmm. until finally facing down his old co-pilot, Jim Graham, who seemed to be a zombie that was not possessed by a Torres. George wound up decapitating the zombie with a wing and realized, based on the casualties, there wasn't a single Antonio Torrance among the zombies over London. Yeah, did you catch that part? George was like, I don't have any bullets. And so he just sliced his head off yeah, with the I wing got, of his plane. I got that, yeah. It's like a fucking Bayonetta scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Lisa Lisa rejoins George in his plane, and they look down, seeing crowds of people chasing zombies and Hamon warriors just obliterating the zombies. And then they meet up in the air with John Moore uh, Brazabon, who was fucking surprised to see a dude with wings. Well, yeah. Uh, Stephen and George bond over fighting together. They're like, and Stephen forgives George for being unable to help him prove his innocence back when he was being... Uh, Accused of murdering Kenton because they're war buddies now. Yeah, they've murdered together, so they're friends. Mm-hmm. The Hamon warriors didn't find any further zombie presence in England and set up, like, a mental health screening to see if people were possessed by Antonio Torres, I guess? They That's were, what it was described as. They were trying to figure him out. Mm-hmm. And they realized that there were probably still thousands of him out there somewhere. And George continued fighting in the in World War One, bitter over the fact that William Cardinal, who broke a leg and wound up in a wheelchair during the Tories' attack on his naval air force base, had taken credit for sending George into London and wound up promoted as a result because he yeah. is the one who called George a traitor. Yeah, because George was technically shooting down other English uh, airplanes. Well, that was before that. That was Still. back when. Yeah, it's all the same. True. The Air Force doesn't care if they're zombies. (laughs) After the war, George went back to the Joestar Manor to ponder what to do next in his life. He fretted that Lisa Lisa was taking some time to arrive in Westwood, worried that she was disapproved 
worried that she disapproved of his going to war and reflecting that they'd only met up four times in the past 17 years. True. He runs off to Switzerland and yells out to Lisa Lisa. That's just how it's in the text. He just, I went to Switzerland and yelled for her. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I went to Switzerland and he was like, why don't you love me? I thought we were going to get married. And she's like, dumbass. <laughs> uh, he yells out to Lisa Lisa who says that a loving, yeah, okay. I, I was I was misreading. Lisa Lisa says that loving George is a, is a is a fundamental part of who she is. She says that it's the foundation of her personality. Yes. Which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> That's my note. Yes, it is. Uh, Lisa Lisa had just been busy with Hamon warrior work, but was also anxious that master Tom Petty, who sees the future, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, said that George would die about the same time that they got married. You know, Tom Petty told me that we'd die if we got married, or you'd die. Mm-hmm. So this worries Lisa Lisa, and that pisses George off, and he goes to Master Tom Petty, and he's like, why the fuck are you saying this shit? That's <laughs> fucked up, and Tom Petty's like, I'm not lying, it's not nonsense, and George starts calming down, and Tom Petty says, quote, but maybe you won't die. Hmm? No, you you won't. I don't know. Up to you. <laughs> you have um a god of sorts. Not the god, mind you, but a god looking out for you, which is an insane sentence for somebody it's who's psychic to say. Classic Tom Petty lyrics. Mm-hmm. I and go- you know, Lisa Lisa, uh, it's uh, part of her fundamental personality that she loves George. Like, she's a character in a book who's the love interest. And George realizes that Tom Petty's talking about beyond... Tom Petty says that if George believes in this force, he should be fine, but if he doesn't, he'll die horribly. George claims he believes, and not knowing how to properly believe, simply thanks Beyond in advance for saving him. He just he just tells Tom Petty, yeah, okay, I believe, and Tom Petty's like, you won't die then, you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa, Lisa, and George go back to Westwood? No, it's Wastewood. Is it Wastewood? I must it's have Wastewood. misread it every time in this chapter. They go back to Wastewood, announcing their engagement, and start wedding planning. George is happy to see that Penelope is much better around Lisa Lisa than she used to be, because she was jellies. Lisa Lisa then, though undisclosed means gets pregnant through undisclosed means gets pregnant. <laughs> I was just, proud of that line. I was really happy George, with it. George is like, damn, that Lisa Lisa is always beautiful, and I always think about it, even when I. He said something about even when impregnating her. It's like, bro. Yeah. Bro, do you not think about your wife when you come in her, Parker? I don't. I'm not married. I don't know. Probably. I would. (laughs) Uh, Arena and Penelope are, quote, explosively happy. While the couple decide to wait a bit to tell straights. Uh, The decision was made to move the wedding until after the baby was born. Yeah, and the baby was born, and he was named, guess what, Joseph Joestar. Specifically? Specifically so that he'd be a JoJo, too. (laughs) Joseph, believe it or not, inherited Lisa Lisa's talent with Hamon and seemed to default to Hamon breathing and was constantly generating the stuff. George was constantly getting zapped whenever he tried to do anything with the baby, so Lisa Lisa had to make him a scarf out of the bugs. He's an electric baby. Mm-hmm. That's, that's our Joseph. And then eventually, November 11th, the day of the wedding rolled a- around. Dude, that's 
that's the day Skyrim came out. Mm-hmm. John Moore Brabazon showed up commenting on how George's best man, Stephen Motorize, hadn't arrived yet. And George is like, shit, maybe he drank too much at the bachelor party. And he goes to the Motorize Manor to look for Stephen. <sighs> Flashbacks <laughs> to when we see George in, in, in the show die. Mm-hmm. Seeing Stephen's car, George approached the manor and rang the doorbell, which oddly was unanswered by Faraday. Remember Faraday, the guard, or their their servant the man, guard, the butler, the butler man. He's a family guard. <laughs> he guards our integrity. Uh, George entered on his own and began calling out while searching for a sign of anyone. As he started up the stairs to Stephen's room, he realized they were soaked with fresh, steaming blood. After hearing a thud deeper in the manor, uh, he grabbed a fireplace poker and ran up the stairs. At the end of the hall, a pajama-wearing woman covered in blood was slumped. George yelled out, assuming it was Darlington, but when the girl raised her head, he realized that she was too tall and skinny to be Darlington. And it was Kenton Motorized. She's a zombie. Yeah, Kenton George, Motorized, the same as when she died. Yep, George is like, I remember when Darlington said that her dad had been researching how to bring back the dead, which is fucked up. And so Kenton zombie lunges at George, kills her with the fireplace poker he took by stabbing her through the face. So it, George did kill Kenton. She was already dead. It's okay. He did do it. So then William Cardinal is here, believe it or not. Fucking. He's in his wheelchair and he rolls up behind George with the gun drawn. And George is like, William Cardinal made the zombie. And this guy's an asshole, so he's going to monologue about his plans and shit on how he wanted to use the zombies for war. So George just knocks the poker out of his hands with the, or the gun out of his hands with the poker. And William Cardinal's like, yo, my cut isn't bleeding. What's going on with that? And George is like, oh, fuck, he's a zombie, too. He doesn't even know it. And then George calls out in Spanish, and Antonio Torres answers from inside of William Cardinal, which is horrific. <laughs> is this bow? It, this is, yes, I told you. <laughs> Antonio Torres is bow. I really like that George is like, this guy's an asshole, so he's going to be cocking to, and monologue, so I'm it's, just going to beat the shit out of him. It's so good. I like George. George is better than Joji. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. We'll see next episode. Uh, George realizes that Antonio is eating Cardinal from the inside. And as he backs away, he sees the corpses of Darlington, Ben, and Stephen in the process of becoming zombies. I think they're in the other room. Mm-hmm. Down the hall. Down the wherever. Uh, Torres says that his boss says it's George's destiny to die today. And the two begin to fight. No Torres, idea who his boss is. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's probably Dio. It's either Dio or Cars. Those are the two bosses. True. The uh, Diavolo's dead. So is Kira. He's not a boss. <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, where where was it? Uh, Torres says that Lisa Lisa isn't going to come help him this time, and gestures to the window where George sees a huge number of Torres zombies flying around. There are 920,000 at this point, and they have England surrounded the country. Mm-hmm. Torres says that his boss plans on taking over the country and promises Torres 
uh, he could infest and kill Lisa Lisa when it was all said and done. So there's nearly a million Antonio. Remember that bully kid mm-hmm. <laughs> getting the fucking book? There's a million of them now. <laughs> That's how exponential growth works. Uh, no, we learned about that next next chapter. <laughs> we don't get the math yet. We have to have a fucking chapter about math. Cars has to tell us about it. So yeah, the two continue to fight. George fails to kill Cardinal slash Torres with a blow to the head, and he gets punched across the room as a result. The thought of Lisa, Lisa, and Joseph gives him the resolve to keep fighting, though he knows he couldn't win a straight-up fist fight. Torres taunts George, who's still on the ground, as the Joe Star reflects on Tsukamajuku, saying that they would meet one more time. This leads George to reflect on Beyond and how he was told he needed to believe in it to survive. George, woozy from Antonio, beating him with the poker he dropped, puts his faith in Beyond. Y'all ready? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, You get the bullshit, I think. I do. Okay, good. In this moment, George understood that believing in Beyond meant believing that there was, in essence, an author writing a story with him as the main character. Thinking about how stories work, he monologues that he's read a few novels. Uh, he thinks about how they have plot beats and things that and things that don't make sense showing up out of the blue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He realized he had to create narrative flow to achieve what he wanted. Oh. He had to make whatever he wanted to happen as long as it made sense as a story. It'll happen I'll tell as long you. as he could logically put it together. Mm-hmm. He could justify it. And what's he trying to do? Uh, George begins trying to make the narrative to he's trying to figure out the narrative that would make it so Tsukumojuku could appear here to help him. Now he does it. It doesn't translate very fucking well, literally, but he does it. So yeah, so George, ref- so Tsukumojuku, his name has two kanji. There are three Q, which is the number nine and two Ju which is the number 10. It goes Q, Ju, Q, Ju, Q. Kanji, they got different meanings. So, mm. George reflects on the fact that Tsukumojuku told him that his name has three all-powerful gods linked together by two crosses, and that it was, quote, the name of God. Because the tens look like look like a plus sign, so they're crosses. Mm-hmm. No, they look like a cross. They have longer bottoms than they uh, do tops. Not in my font. Yeah, no, they, they do. Um, but yeah. As George reflects, Torres continues to taunt and attempt to humiliate him. He throws up on George's dick. Yeah, this whole time, while George... I, I gotta fucking point this out, because this is weird as hell. Uh-huh. The whole time that George is in his own head trying to figure out how he can fucking will Sukumojuku into existence, Antonio Torres is like, Yo, let me get at that dick, brother. Yeah, fucking around he with tries George's to, cock. It's really rough. He tries to rip his pants off, and George's like, I don't want to waste the energy to stop him. And then he gets he gets the hook of the poker, of the of the fireplace poker, stuck in George's ass cheek, and it rips off his ass. Mm-hmm. And then he sees George's cock, and he refers to it as George's cock. And he's like, that's an adult penis? Again, <laughs> he throws up. Because he has the mind of a 10-year-old or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I fucking chose to not take notes on any of that. It's the weirdest shit I've ever read. So while that's happening, George focuses on the Japanese dictionary he once flipped through and the breadth of the meaning behind kanji. 
George runs through the different meanings of the kanji in Tsukamochiku's name. George realizes that of all their meanings, the kanji in Tsukamochiku's name could translate to here, far, here, far, here, and that because Tsukamochiku had been here, the motorized estate, and went far and then went far away twice in succession already, he would have to come here to the motorized manor where he once appeared before again. I guess it's more here by George's side, but George yeah. is like, all right, so he went, he was here he in left. La Palma, and then he got died in the Bermuda Triangle. He left. And then he was here in the motorized estate, and then he left. He fucked off. He was a ghost after he took me to Rome, and now he's got to come here again. Yeah, that, for his main for his name to make sense, he has to appear again. Mm-hmm. That's the narrative flow. So I really like this because Sukumajuku came fucking... here, and then he went to Morio and died, and then he came back to this universe again, and then he went to the Joji universe and took Joji to Mars, and now he's coming back here again. So it works on multiple levels beyond what George is understanding, which I actually really like. There was part of the explanation of the beyond in the text that we didn't uh, put in here, and I don't remember it exactly, but it made me think that the author was very much just making it up as they went along. Um, let me see. Because it was... I don't know. Is it in this chapter or in the next chapter? It was in this chapter. I'm, I don't want to think about it, but I dropped something. It's just... I don't like it. Is it the fact that it can be used? I guess. Force? It's like in order for me to in order for me to get out of the situation, I as the character have to figure it out. So it's like I as the author have to write myself out of this fucking hole. Yeah, it's funny. I like but, it. I but think also it's- Tsukumojiku seems like a premeditated name. I mean Tsukumojiku is one of his characters from other yeah. shit. Yes. So probably. Oh, but yeah, please, please go ahead and read the next paragraph. Okay. George makes this realization as Torres gets tired of toying with him. Luckily, this causes Tsukumojuku to appear and whisk him away. He's here now. He's still 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to Mori. <laughs> yeah. They go to where Tsukumojuku was murdered in in Aerocross House? Yep. Well, uh, just the more they aren't in Aerocross House, okay. they're on like a street in Morio, yeah, but it's like the town where Sukumachiku died, yeah. And if you remember from last time, Morio's upside down, so it's I don't know how that works because it's not like they're underwater. I don't think it is, it is, it's upside down, but they're not underwater. But it's like there's still a sky, but they reflect on how it is upside down. Look, Aerocross House, Tesseracts. Tsukumojuku told George that Beyond's intent for him was to be played out here, that he had to solve the the mystery of Tsukumojuku's murder, and that was and was left alone in the he was left alone in the dark Morio Street, barely alive. So George and Joji crossover, chapter fifteen, probably not. Maybe they're still in different fucking planes of reality, and they're not gonna be for long. They're closer than they. No, were. they aren't. At the end of chapter fourteen, they got back. Oh, true, they did go back. The what? universe reset another thirty-six times. Just go to the next thing. That's not true. I know. Antonio is killed by Lisa. Lisa, when she makes to the motorized estate, the zombies had been abducting, abducting and eating neighbors. And seeing George's uniform there, they assume he was one of the victims. Lisa, Lisa, and Penelope cried. Penelope, furious and cursing the world, 
released her ability and used it to make a giant locked room around all of Great Britain out of the 920,000 Antonio Tauruses that had been flying around. The end of the chapter, it's revealed that because of her anger at the world, the locked room... Don't continue. The locked room isn't surrounding Britain. It surrounds the rest of the entire world with Britain being the only thing outside of it. So... The Tauruses that made up the wall begin devouring the earth, and the chapter closes. That... Penelope's kind of badass. She just fucking built a wall around the planet. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped out there with me. (laughs) So that's it. That's the end of that chapter. George. Penelope's also badass in the next chapter. George is gone from the universe. We're never going to see these characters from the 1920s ever again. Well, yeah, because the fucking world is. The world's ending. George is gone. Like, what's the point? Do you think there's a giant clown? No, I think it's a normal sized clown. Uh, j- for all of Earth? I think chlorophobia is just that cool, yeah. Uh, no. Alright, let's look at the fucking pictures. Uh, I don't. Uh, I didn't think about what the pictures would be. The first picture is George and Lisa Lisa being like, we are under fucking attack. But also under the Cupid spell. Oh my god. George and Lisa Lisa are running to an airplane. George is wearing a scarf. He looks like uh, Joseph. He does. And that's Stephen, I assume. Yeah, they're getting in a plane. They're going to go fight the zombies. Yo, look, they're flying in a plane and they're fighting zombies. Wow. Wow. Action. Uh, Oh, that's a zombie. That's a zombie. Wow. A plane's exploding in the next one. And there's another zombie. Oh, Oh, that one looks good. It does. Oh, sure. Oh, that looks less good now. More planes, more That's zombies. He cut the man in half with his wing. Alright. So here no, that happens way later. No, I mean he no, he cuts his head off of that one, but he cut the man in half with oh, his wing there. True. Yeah, so here's Antonio Torres climbing out of a man and coming to get them. He's scary. And there's Lisa Lisa being like, I'm gonna go hang out with Steven Motorize in his plane. Oh no, that's Lisa Lisa asking George to marry her. Oh. Probably. When does she pull his wings out? Later. That should be like... These last, like, seven pictures have been over the course of two pages. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm skipping through a lot of them. There's Lisa Lisa, George yelling at Antonio Zombie. There's Lisa Lisa killing Antonio Zombie. All right. So here's George calling Rita and Penelope. Yeah. Penelope looking real good with the... Penelope looks fucking good. Penelope looking cute. All right. And here's God, John. Here's God. (laughs) Here's John Moore. Barcelona. Looking at the cars approaching London. Here are the zombies bombing London. The planes. Here are the planes bombing London. With the zombie man. Here's Lisa Lisa learning how to fly plane. Alright, here's Lisa Lisa jumping over. And getting Steven's wings out. It looks dope. It does. Her hands look weird, though. Here's Lisa Lisa jumping back over. You know, she, she's fucking daredevil. That's scary. She's cool. There's and London she never lets me. anybody see up their, her skirt. That's yeah, that was a detail, her. too. It wasn't important enough to put in the notes. It was like, why don't you tr- change into trousers? And she's like, I'm, I've been a girl long enough. I don't know how to stop you from looking mm-hmm. up to my skirt. And Drew's like, that's not even what I was fucking talking about. They're flying into London now. Yeah, London London Bridge is falling down. Circle you, of planes. 
Trickle Plains looks like some Evangelion bullshit. Yeah, summoning Dio probably, I don't know. Alright, Lisa Lisa's like, I'm gonna go jump around and fight. Goodbye. Oh god, and now there's like a bajillion pages of plane fighting. Lisa Lisa's doing a pose in the air. Dog fight, dog fight. It's a good pose. Steven's fighting in the air. Steven looks like a goddamn Catholic church mural. Yeah, all right, here's Lisa Lisa and Steven helping George get from plane to plane. Here's... Oh, there's the decapitation. There's Jim Graham, yeah, there's the decapitation. Dope. There's Lisa Lisa choking George. (laughs) (laughs) They're in love. Give them a big hug. Love is about letting your partner choke you to death, that's true. And thumbs up, they win. Story's over. Yep, thumbs up, they won. George is looking kind of fucked up in that. And here's them meeting up with John, and John's like, <laughs> "Yeah, John's little." And oh no, I'm not gonna. Oh they... no, what? I just realized we're gonna the the fight scene that we just read through. Yeah, and then they bond and they're war buddies. Up oh, here's William Cardinal. We jump straight, straight we to jump. Switzerland. Oh no, this is him getting promoted. Yeah, and then they're in Switzerland. Yeah, George is shouting out to Lisa, Lisa, and she's like, "Dumbass." And there's, uh, what's the face? The faces are really good. The top left of both of these have really good George faces. And yeah, there's him talking to jo- Tom Petty. <laughs> Can I say, they're good faces, but this is the same chapter that with the fucking Antonio Torres zombies, and it looks just like them. It does look just like them. But this next picture, the one that says it's from page 520, is them Aww. getting ready to get married. I really like that picture of Lisa Lisa and Penelope. It's really cute. That's her that's her maid not maid of honor. Yep. Oh, Pregagonet. Look at George's. Look at George. She's I don't know if it's embarrassment or fucking savagery. Fucking (laughs) jack-o'-lantern. Here's Speedwagon lavishing them with gifts for the yet-to-be-born baby. Yeah, George was like, stop giving us gifts, we're fine. And Speedwagon's like, I do whatever the hell I want. I'm rich, let me, yo, baby Joseph. Yo, look at his fucking star. Yeah, and here's George getting shocked to death by the baby constantly. Yo, it's comedy. He looks like Kosaku Tawajiri. It is. And then here's George at age 31 in his fancy military dress uniform for his wedding. Look at him. <laughs> There's Kenton. There's Kenton. Christ. She looks horrific. She There's looks George. great. She has nicks today. There's George killing Kenton. Oh. Ah. Okay, so apparently the hand injury was George knocking off all of William Cardinal's fingers. And I didn't realize that. Antonio Tor- it says it was a cut. Yeah. In the text. And here's Antonio Torres's face coming out of William Cardinal's face. Antonio Torres is a fucking demon boy. Mm, and there's the Darlington, Ben, and Steven zombies. And I like here's... Darlington. Yeah. Did like... we ever learn about what happened to Faraday? No. I miss Faraday. I hope he got okay. out of Dodge. Here's George being like, I'm going to kill, kill you. I'm going to oh! double kill. Ah, the flying squirrel boys. <laughs> all the flying squirrel boys. They look like Donald Trump. <laughs> they do. They have the toupee. Yeah, here's Torres coming out of Cardinal, he's getting st- ready to kill George. He's still in his mouth. I assume, Yeah, this is George thinking about Beyond. Antonio Torres looks like the Demon of Song from Dark Souls 2. Sure. I can show you him. No time for that, Goku. Okay. 
here's George thinking about Sukumojuku's name. Wonder if we could see his dick. We certainly won't. Here's George thinking about Sukumojuku's name some more. There's and more. here's George and Morio. There's a frog yeah. there. He's just he's just in the fucking <laughs> He's out by Greatfly. Superfly. Oh. <laughs> That's the localization name. There's <laughs> a wider shot of him dying. Oh, and here's Lisa Lisa in her wedding dress. And that's the last picture of the chapter. Sad. And then we have to look at the first couple, first picture or so of the next one, even though we're about to record that one immediately after this. <laughs> the first picture of the next chapter is Joji and Narancha looking scared. It sure is. And next one's a field because they laid it on Earth and everything's happy. It's, yeah, it sure is. All right. Thanks for listening to chapter 13 of George Joestar. Tune in for chapter 14 of George Joestar. Bye. Bye.